Hello and welcome to the Spirit of Praise broadcast. Coming to you from the Tabernacle of Praise Church International, headquartered in York, South Carolina, where our founder and overseer is Bishop Alfred Jackson. Copies of the message from this broadcast can be purchased at our headquarters in Monrovia at the Hope of Praise Church in Numatadia States, where Jackson G. Weah is pastor. We would love to hear from you, so write to us here in America at 229 Wood Street, York, South Carolina, 29745, or email us at tabernacleofpraise at msn.com. Thank you for tuning in and have a wonderful day. Psalm 61. <clears throat> Psalm 61. Um, beginning at verse 1. Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. The King James, it says that, the King James says it a little bit different. Uh, I think it says, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher. Somebody say higher. higher. I want to talk about operating in the higher dimension. In the higher dimension. Father, I thank you for your word and the power of your word. I thank you that when your word goes forth, it will not return to you void, but it will accomplish all that you desire. I thank you that you prosper your word and the things that you've sent your word to. Lord, have your way. Speak to us, Lord. We need to hear from you. Transform our hearts and our minds through the power of your word that we'll be the people that you call us to be. In the midst of things that overwhelm us, lead us to that place to that dimension that is higher than we are. It's in Jesus' name that we pray and we thank you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This psalm is a prayer for protection from the psalmist's enemies, from David's enemies. Uh, it's attributed to, to, to David, who is king of Israel, and apparently he's in exile. He, 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 he longs for the presence of God. He longs for the protection uh, that, would, that he would find uh, in that presence. And he longs to worship God. He, he longs, he desires to worship God. He wants to be back in Jerusalem, in the temple in Jerusalem, where, excuse me, the worship of God is going forth. And the psalm opens with a cry uh, to God for help. Uh, the, the psalmist says, you know, he's, he's uh, calling out from the ends of the earth. Um, and so, so he pictures himself as being uh, a long way from home. And at this particular point, his only hope and his only help is in God. Uh, he says, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to that rock. That is higher than, than I am. When my heart is, is, is faint, when my heart is in despair, when, when, when I'm in situations that, that overwhelm me, that's, that's too much for me to deal with, 
that, 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 that's too great for me to handle. Lord, lead me to that place, to that, to that rock that's, that's higher than I am. Apparently where I am, I can't help myself. Yeah, yeah. My question today is, have you ever been overwhelmed? Have you ever been overwhelmed? I was thinking about a picture of, of being overwhelmed, and, 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 and I, I thought about it a little bit too late because I could have really demonstrated something to you about being overwhelmed. It's almost like when you're taking something on yourself and you're carrying it, and it's, it's, it's just a little bit too much for you, and you begin, it begins to press, press you down. Yeah, 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 because you can't handle it on your own. You, you, can't, you, can't, you, can't, you can't deal with it on your own. It's a little bit too much for you to, to bear. It's a little bit too much for you to carry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes we are, we're overwhelmed with responsibilities. We're, we're, we're overwhelmed with problems. We're overwhelmed with all we have to do, and it seems like we're being asked to do more. Uh, and it's a never-ending cycle. Yeah, and we're overwhelmed. Have you ever been overwhelmed? And I feel that a whole lot of people in here today uh, have experienced that feeling of being overwhelmed at some point or another in your life, if not right now. And this is how David was feeling in this situation that, that he is crying out to God about. His situation is probably much different than, than ours today, but you know when I found out feeling overwhelmed is feeling overwhelmed. Whether, whether, whether you know, whether to me your problem is big or your problem is small, if you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling overwhelmed. It's not for me to judge the, 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 the weight of your problem because I'm not in your body. And I don't, I don't feel what you feel. I only feel what, what I feel. And, consequent, and, 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 and also it's not up for you to judge the weight of my problem. If I'm feeling overwhelmed, for me, I'm overwhelmed. So being overwhelmed is, is being overwhelmed. Being at the point that, that you feel in despair. Being at the point that you feel like you can't endure this thing any longer. You know, it, it's feeling that way. It's where, where you are right now. Amen? So, so this is how David felt. And when you, when you get the feeling uh, of being overwhelmed, uh, or when you're in the midst of, of the experience of being overwhelmed, you want to know that there is help somewhere. Yeah. You want to know that, that somebody can come. Somebody can, can help you out in the situation. Now, 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 many people go to other people for help with their problems or with their concerns. And, and this seems to be a logical thing for people to do. Amen. To go to somebody else and, and, ask, and ask for help. Um, but, you know, when you think about that, that might be the reason that you don't get the deliverance or the help that you need in some situations. Because many times people that we talk to uh, can't get us to the place 
where we need to be. Amen? Amen. I tell you, sometimes we talk to people who don't understand any more than we understand. Who can't help us any more than we can help ourselves. You know, so it's, even though it's logical to talk to people, and, 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 and let, me, let me say this, let me remind you that, that, that we talk to or we receive advice from other people, whether it's through directly talking to them or not. You know, you get advice from reading a book. You know, you get advice to, from listening to people on television. You know, some people just believe in Dr. Phil and, and Oprah, and some people might believe in Jerry Springer. I don't know. You know. Y'all know who Jerry Spring is? Ah, you know, yeah, you know. So you get advice from people in more ways than just talking with them directly. Yeah, you, you get advice all of the time. When you listen to songs, you're getting advice. Yeah, when you listen to music and, getting, and then the words of the song, you're getting some type of advice. So, and, and sometimes... That advice that you're getting can't help you get through that overwhelming situation that you're in. In this psalm, David realized that, that he was in a situation, in a position that no human being could help him with. His heart was overwhelmed by his situation. Uh, 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 he was grieved. He, he was troubled because... Apparently, now he's in exile. This could have been the time when, 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 when his son Absalom uh, staged a coup and, 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 and tried to, tried to uh, take over the kingdom, and David ran for his life. Could have been that time. And so he realized that, that he was in a situation uh, that no human being could, could help him with. He was in trouble. He was feeling despondent because of his enemies, and then... He prayed in the midst of that. He didn't, he didn't talk to Joab. He didn't talk to, to, to any of his mighty men. The Bible says he cried out to God. Yes, Amen. Uh, he cried out to God. And, he, he, and, 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 and this is the thing that's been, that's, been, that's been weighing in my spirit all week long. He said, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that's higher than I am. Hallelujah. He realized that, that he couldn't get there on his own. He needed help, glory to God. And he needed God to lead him to that place. Hallelujah. That was higher than he was. He realized that, that although he was the king of Israel with armies at his disposal, he was the king of Israel with, 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 with the greatest wealth in the land at his disposal with everything that, that any person could ever want at his disposal. The place he was in required more than the authority of his kingship. Listen to me now. The place that David was in right now required more than the might of his army. The place he was in Required more, glory to God, than, than, than the purchasing of the negotiating power of his great wealth. There was a place, and there is a place, hallelujah, that's greater 
Hallelujah. That where David was right then, and there was someone greater than him, someone who could do more than his power could do, someone who could do more than his wisdom could do, someone who could do more than his money or his wealth or his position could do for him. And he prayed, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I am. Saints, God wants you to know today that there is help for your situation. Listen to me good. You don't have to feel overwhelmed. You don't have to feel like you're going it alone. You don't have to feel like the world is caving in on you. You don't have to feel like you are in despair. You don't have to feel like you're overwhelmed with no one to help rescue you or no one to bring you out or no one to help you stand. You don't have to feel that way. Say, I don't have to feel that way. God wants you to know that there is a place in him where you will experience divine protection. God wants you to know that there is a place in him where you will, where you will experience divine refreshing. There is a place in him where you will experience divine power and divine strength. A place where you will receive divine wisdom and divine strategies, divine insight, a place where you'll be able to see things from a much different vantage point than you're seeing right now. Hallelujah. Don't, don't write this message off. Don't write this message off. Listen to the Lord. Listen to the Lord. I, I, I tried my very best not to alter anything that the Lord gave me. Amen? Amen. Amen. There's a place in him. Somebody needs some strategies today. Ooh, there's a place in God where you can get some divine strategies. You don't know how to work it out. Let me tell you something. God knows how to work it out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Elder Hoskins called me the other day about something, and I just said to him, because that's what I believe, but it's the truth. I said, the Lord will work it out. He came to me this morning. He said, Bishop, you remember when, you, when, when I called you the other day? He said, well, the Lord worked it out. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. God, there's a place in God. There's a place in God for you to receive divine strategies, divine wisdom, divine protection. Oh, my goodness. Amen. I was talking with one of my spiritual sons the other day, too, and, and, and I said to him, when you're in the forest, and I probably said this here a couple of times, you can't see the entire forest. You only see the trees that are right around you. But if you get in an airplane and fly over the forest, then you begin to see more than just the trees that's right around you. You begin to see the entire forest because you're looking, you're observing from a different vantage point. Oh my goodness, that we would get to the place that we want to see things from a different vantage point. 
Are y'all, are y'all listening? You got to get this. You got to get this. If, if, if I only live on Windy Road, Rock Hill, South Carolina, and all I see is what is what's around me on Windy Road, Rock Hill, South Carolina, I'm going to miss what God is doing in the rest of Rock Hill and the rest of South Carolina and the rest of the United States and, and the rest of the world. If I only stay in the United States of America, then I'm going to miss what God is doing in Africa and in Asia and in, 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 in Europe and the other parts of the world. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? There is a place in God where God will allow you to see things from a different vantage point. Different vantage points. Ooh, David called this place the rock that's higher than I am. Hallelujah. And, and you know, we take that as a reference to Jesus Christ because there are references, there are things that point us to Christ because Jesus Christ is the rock. But I, I, as I begin to meditate on this message, the Lord said, talk about dimensions. Don't just talk about the rock, but talk about a dimension. Uh, uh, there, there is a dimension that is higher than we are, than where we are in the natural. There is a dimension. It's not just, it's not just standing on one rock. <laughs> but there, there is a whole dimension. Somebody says a whole dimension. Lord have mercy. That's higher than where we are in the natural. And, 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 and so we say, Lord, lead me to that dimension that's higher than where I am right now. Hallelujah. God is trying to get us to that dimension where we will experience his divine protection, his divine guidance, his divine defense. To that dimension where we will experience his divine promotion, his divine wisdom, and his divine strategies, and his divine strength in the midst of the things that seem to overwhelm us in life. God is trying to get us to that dimension. You see, now, when you look at this thing, you understand it. You understand that God will not always move your problem. But he'll give you grace and strength to deal with it until change comes. I'll say it again. God will not always move your problem. He'll not always change your situation. He'll not always give you a new job. He'll not always cure the disease, but he'll give you the grace and the strength to deal with it until he does something different. Are you hearing? There is a place in God. My goodness. You know, sometimes we just want God to move us out of it. But what did the Hebrew boys say when the king threatened to throw him to the, into the fiery furnace? They said, we're not, we're not careful to answer you. We're, we're not even sitting down thinking about how we're going to answer you in this situation. And that's not even our concern because we already know that our God is able to deliver us. But even if he doesn't deliver us, we will not bow. Does anybody hear what I'm saying? Even if he doesn't deliver us, we're not going to lose it. We're not going to lose control. We're not going to give up. 
There's a place in God. There's a place in God. This higher. Somebody ought to want that higher dimension. Somebody ought to want that higher dimension. It's higher than where you are right now. Let me challenge you. If you don't move in that dimension, it's your own fault. Because it's available to everybody. This is not something that God reserves for one or two people. But it's available to everybody. Let me go a little bit further and I'll show you what I'm talking about. But before I go there, I just want to remind you when I said that, that God may not always change your situation. You remember what Paul prayed when he said that was a thorn in his flesh? You, you, most of us have read that. He said, he said, there's a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan sent to, sent to buffet me, sent to, sent to pick at me. Sent to, have you ever felt anybody picking at you? You ever felt something just picking at you and they won't leave you alone? They keep poking you. On Facebook, you send out pokes to people. I ignore those pokes. Don't be poking me. I ain't going to poke you back. <laughs> so, 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 so you just minding your own business, Jaden, and that devil just comes and start poking you and poking you and poking you. And he poke you on one side and poke you on the other side and poke you in the back and poke you on the head. Just keep messing with you. Paul said, said, the messenger of Satan sent to poke at me and won't leave me alone. He said, I prayed to God three times to deliver me. And what did God say? God said, my grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is perfected in the midst of your weakness. Ooh. So Paul said, I would rather glory in my infirmities. No, we, we're, not, we're not praying. Most of us are not praying that prayer because we haven't got to that dimension yet. That's what I'm telling you. There's a, there is a dimension that's higher than where you are. You know, we're still praying, God deliver me. God fight my battles. God kill my enemy. God said, no, 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 no. There is a dimension that I have that you can get to where your enemies can't touch you. But when they touch you, it will affect you. There is a place. In me. Where you can get to. Hallelujah. Where that sickness won't take your joy. Ooh, Lord have mercy. So, so God wants us to, God wants us to get to that, that higher dimension. It's difficult because many people are inward focused. Many of us are this world focused. Many of us are sight focused. We're dealing with what we see and what we feel. You know, and so we're looking at things and we're seeing things and we're looking at our bank accounts and we don't see the money there. And we're feeling stuff in our bodies and, you know, we're feeling sick, you know. And we go to the doctor and the doctor gives us a negative report. And we'll be up in the church singing, whose report do you believe? And we'll say we believe the report of the Lord. We can get to the doctor and the doctor gives us a report and we believe the report of the doctor. So, so what is it? Who, who you going to believe? Well, <laughs> so, 
Somebody preached a sermon about bringing the, bringing the facts to the truth. So what the doctor said might be a fact. It just might be a fact. T.D. Jake preached that sermon about bringing the facts to the truth. And all of this stuff might be facts, but Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. So you bring all the facts to the truth. And, and, and then you ask yourself, whose report am I going to believe? Am I going to believe the facts or am I going to believe the truth? If God says you're healed, it makes no difference what the doctor says. If God is Jehovah Jireh, if God sent his word to heal your diseases, Whose report? Listen, listen now. If God says, let me deal with your finances. You are faithful tither, but you're going through. But if God said, bring the tithes and the offerings into the storehouse and prove me, test me, try me, and see if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough for you to believe, for you to, you know, for you to receive. And, and then you look at your finances and your finances are all messed up. But, 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 but you believe God and you've committed your life to God. What you got to do is you got to take the facts to the truth. And you got to say, God, yeah, all of these are facts. I got all of these bills. I got, I got, and I made a mess back then. But, but God, I'm faithfully bringing the tithes and the offerings into your storehouse. God, I stand on your word. I believe your word. You said. God is trying to get us to operate in that higher dimension. But it's hard for us if we keep looking and living on this dimension. If everything we see, that's what we go with. If everything we feel, that's what directs us. We're still on this dimension. You can talk faith all day long. But brothers and sisters, you got to live this thing. You got to take God at his word. You got to believe God in spite of what you might be experiencing. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, Lord, have mercy. How do we get to this dimension? This, this is the supernatural. This is, this is the higher dimension. How do we get there? Well, well, the good thing is, the thing that we have going for us, I would say 99% of the people sitting in here today, I would say, I could be wrong, but I say 99%. It may not be 99%. It might be 95. Hopefully it's not 75. Amen. First of all, most overwhelmed people are already saved. How many of y'all said you felt overwhelmed or you feel overwhelmed? Lift your hand. Now tell the truth. Because I have to. And, I, 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 now. and now how many of y'all raise your hand already saved? <laughs> That's the good thing we got going for us. We're already saved. Amen? <laughs> We've already accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That means that we have access. Somebody say access. Access to everything that God has for us. Do you know the scripture where Jesus said in John, I think it's 10 and 9, Jesus said, I am the door. 
Jesus said, I am the door of the sheepfold. Whoever comes to me shall be saved. And guess what he also said? He said, you shall go in and out. In and out. In and out. And find pasture. Find provision. That's what he promised. Because he's the door. He's the access to God. Amen. I don't care what anybody else says now. The only way you're going to get to God is through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Y'all need to stop worrying about, I don't, mean it, I don't mean this like I'm saying it. So understand what I'm saying. You can't worry about whether folk that don't know Jesus, whether it's unfair that, that they're going to go to hell. Understand what I'm saying? God has given everybody the same provision. If God says through Jesus Christ, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come to the Father except by me. That's the only way they don't get there. It don't make any difference whether they're good. They could be good in man's eyes, but remember what God says. Jesus said, nobody's good but the Father. So, you know, you run around here, and you're going to get all upset, and you're going to get all caught up emotionally because the Bible says, that if you don't accept Jesus Christ, there's no way to enter my kingdom. Well, why are you getting upset over people? You need to be telling them about Jesus. And if they don't accept Jesus, then you need to let them know the consequences. It's not, you're not the judge. This is God's way. This is God's